Sports Podcast, presented by the Columbia Daily Tribune. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mizzou Sports Podcast. Daniel Jones here with Cameron Teague Robinson, coming at you on Thursday, 28th of March. We're finally done with basketball. Feels like it just started not all that long ago. Yeah, but at this point in the year, you're just like, I'm glad it's over because you're so tired from working consecutive weeks that you're just like, man, I can enjoy some time off. (laughs) Happy to move on. Happy to move on. Yeah, you're fresh off the road from traveling to Iowa City where the Mizzou women played in the first and second round. First round beat Drake and like one of the most memorable basketball games that a Missouri team has played in. I don't know. Going back a couple years, probably Missouri won 77 to 76 in overtime. Uh, Jordan Roundtree got fouled uh, with like point. What was it? Like point five. It was point nine, but then they went and put two tenths of a second back on. She hit one of three free throws after getting basically. I mean, how obvious was the foul? It didn't seem that obvious. (laughs) Well, our photographer photographer Hunter Dyke got a picture of it, and he and he got a perfect picture of it. It was a perfect frame of the Drake girl getting all ball. But I guess she did. Then there was the next frame of like her hitting her with her body. So like it was pretty much a toss up. Like you could say you could if you wanted to call it, you could, but you could also not call it. I was uh, listening on the radio at that point, and Brad Trinago and Kathy Weeson, the two commentators for Mizzou both kind of went ooh I don't know if that was a foul so Jordan Rantree goes to the free throw line hits one of three to give Missouri a one point lead in overtime and meanwhile this is while Sophie Cunningham and Sierra Potter were both fouled out so they if if it would have gone into another overtime if it would have gone into another overtime Missouri would have been without their two best players on the day Uh, Drake got one more opportunity with 1.1 seconds left yeah and they got a wide open look from I can't deck uh, what's Kipper Hipper Hitner, <laughs> and she had hit four threes already, and she was wide open from the top of the key. I mean, wide open. We're like, I think I, you heard an audible gasp. <gasps> yeah, I was like, oh my goodness, and she just missed it. I was like, wow. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robin benched and everybody on the bench just. <sighs> yeah. So Missouri ended up winning that game. Uh, ended up losing in the second round to Iowa. Uh, that game was uh, less close, 20, or I was reading the records there. Uh, Missouri ended up losing the game to Iowa, 68-52. to 52. Missouri finishes the season at 24-11. and 11. Uh, Game was pretty close in the first half. Uh, Missouri went up 20-16 to 16 in the first quarter. They were up seven at one point. Yeah, and led, well, they, they led by four, led by as many as seven in the second quarter, but were outscored 19. Man, now I'm struggling with numbers yeah. today. Outscored 17 to nine in the second quarter, uh, so they went into halftime down 33 to 29, and then uh, game got away from them in the fourth quarter. Iowa outscored Missouri by 10 in the fourth quarter to win by 16. Megan Gustafson, who is an All-American and some people's pick for National Player of the Year, went 10 of 15 from the field, had 24 points and 19 rebounds. Uh, Sophie Cunningham in her last game as a Missouri Tiger, 3 of 11 from the field, uh, kind of struggled to get going and had foul trouble for a lot of the game. I mean, yeah. is that, yeah. Yeah, she 
was it? She got a second early. In the, she got a second foul early in the second quarter, and then got came back in and got a third like right away, um, and just kind of had to sit. She played most. She played most of the second half, um, but she just never really got in the rhythm. She only scored in the first quarter and the fourth quarter. She didn't score in the second or third quarter. She finished with eight points, which she had already locked up Missouri's. I guess the record for most points in program history. And uh, Amber Smith, meanwhile, had one of her better games of the second half of the season, had 21 points and uh, and nine rebounds. So it's the end of the road for Sophie Cunningham, end of the road for Sierra Porter, end of the road for Lauren Aldridge, all three of those girls. Missouri will come back with basically a, I don't know, not a new team, but it will feel like a new team without yeah. Sophie Cunningham next year. Asia Blackwell coming in, Haley Frank coming in as freshmen, and they're probably going to be leaned on a lot right out of the gate to, you know, for the last three years, Sophie Cunningham has been the face of the team, has been the person that the team has leaned on the most offensively, defensively for energy, uh, just in terms of, I think, you know, when you talk about the face of a team, somebody to lead them through good and bad and uh you know she's not going to be there next year yeah it's tough i mean and she really yeah i mean just somebody that they could just almost just give the ball to and say go to her i mean she's willed them to so many victories in her career um and it's also just the um the, you, you you're gonna they're gonna miss the leadership aspect of sophie the energy of sophie the competitiveness of sophie i think it all just rubs off on everybody in that program um and then i mean she's been the really the face of the athletic department this year um, and in, in her t- in her time at Mizzou, so it'll be it'll be a def- def- a definite change. Um, it just won't look right with selfie without selfie out there on the floor in a Mizzou uniform. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think we you know we talked a little bit about Sophie's legacy, her impact on the program last week. Um, so we we probably don't need to get into that exact same discussion again this week. But you know I I think it's just. Um, now that it's over, uh, it feels, I mean, it's going to be kind of weird that, that yeah. kind of legacy sticks with you. Uh, and you know, I, somebody asked, I think it was, uh, George Young the other day, um, just, you know, what, what's the, you know, fallout from having a player like that and, uh, having to move on from her. And I mean, it, it hurts you in more ways than one. I think we had talked in a lot of ways. She was not just the face of that program, but of the entire athletic department. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially as a homegrown player, somebody who excelled at Rockbridge, lived up to the hype uh, and almost every single way. If there was one thing she probably didn't achieve, it was the success in the tournament that, that she would have hoped for. But I mean, coming in as a four-time state champion and becoming the all-time leading scorer in program history, uh, yeah, that's living up to the hype. So I think that's definitely uh, an accomplishment for Sophie Cunningham to do all the things that she was able to do in the in the four years she was here. Yeah, no, I agree. I, again, I think, like you said, this is the one part that obviously she'll want and Sierra Porter similarly will, will want probably maybe back. I don't know if you would say want it back, but would want probably like to change is just never being able to get to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. Um, so now you wonder when or wh- how this program gets there um, in the future. I mean, not not saying that they're doomed because we've talked about Asia Blackwell's uh, elite talent, Haley, Haley Frank as well. Um, they got talent coming back, and Amber Smith, Jordan Rounchie's played better this year. Um, Kira Levy just, I think, believe she had surgery, so she's she's again just going to take her time. But she's just a, a pace player. She's someone who just sparks so much energy into that program. Um, but uh, yeah, you just wonder when the program's going to get over that hump and get into that second weekend for the third time. I saw a video on Twitter of a Kira Levy checking a half court shot yeah. before the game. Yeah, 
couldn't help but think yeah maybe not the thing yeah. you want you're... she was in practice the open practice we had she was in there like shooting one one-legged jump shots i was like this she shouldn't do that. i feel like you don't even want to do this i agree that was my thought yeah. too yeah. it's like are you sure you should be out there shooting half court shots yeah. with a torn ligament in your knee yeah. seems like probably not the ideal yeah. thing to she do made it too i know that yeah. was the amazing thing like yeah. wow imagine what you could do with two, two ligaments yeah two ligaments yeah exactly <laughs> Um, also, what would you think of the atmosphere there? I remember... It was nuts. I remember at Stanford last year, it was kind of up and down. I feel it was like crazy. It, yeah. And they didn't maybe capitalize in the same way, but Iowa, man, they yeah. really get it behind was their pa- team It was so there. loud, um, and it was packed to capacity for the Mercy game. Well, maybe not to capacity for the Mercy game, but for the Mizzou game, it was uh, it was packed. Um, and there were, I mean, there were a lot of people watching the Iowa men's game versus Tennessee on their phones before the... While the before. Yeah, that was the other thing, is the yeah. men were playing on the same, same day, time, both yeah. times. And they went to overtime. Um, but you could tell that, I mean, once it was Mizzou went up seven. Hannah Schuster missed a three to put it, make it a 10 point lead. And then Mackenzie Meyer came down and hit a three to make it a four point game. And the place just exploded. It was like, and so, it, right after Sophie got us, then Sophie got a second foul. And the place was, it was every time down the floor there were chance. Like it was nuts. Um, and you could just tell they just kind of rode that energy. It's, that place was going crazy. Right. Yeah, that is a cool atmosphere to be in. That is is one cool thing about the women's NCAA tournament. And I don't know if you could replicate. I mean, it would be really cool to replicate that in the men's tournament where the top four seeds all host and you get that sort of home court atmosphere. Uh, The men's tournament, of course, has a different kind of pull. They can go to neutral sites and draw differently than the women's game can at this moment. Uh, But for, I mean, just that opportunity to do that as makes it really easy to see why that was such a goal for Robin Pinchton. I yeah. feel like at that in that moment in the second round of the NCAA tournament when you need a lift yeah. like 13,000 fans can give you yeah. a big lift and uh yeah that was that will continue to be something that Missouri shoots for in the future is that top 4 seed they've never been able to do that and host a game in the NCAA tournament, but uh, man, you'd imagine if they ever got the opportunity that they would absolutely shatter the women's basketball attendance record yeah. that's at Mizzou Arena right now. Yeah, yeah. So we continue uh, in the NCAA tournament and with spring sports. Who's your your pick to win? Is still Duke? Were you sweating it out this weekend when they played UCF? Were you even paying yeah, attention? Yeah, I was. We I, we had just left the arena and we were at we were getting dinner and we were watching the game on on Hunter's phone. Um, yeah, that was pretty nuts. It was, I mean, I don't know if I, my bracket's so like trashed by now. I was just like, I just rooting for kind of, I'm just rooting for chaos. Um, so you were cheering for UCF? Yes. I was like, I just, wow. want, yeah, I just want chaos at this one. I was cheering for, I was cheering for Virginia to lose in the first round. I wanted Tennessee to lose to Iowa. That I was wanted, just because I've been supporting Tennessee. Well, yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> but I also wanted chaos. Like I was like, hopefully Central Florida would win. I was just like, screw it. My bracket's so bad. Like I, in our bracket pool, I wasn't going to make a bracket. I didn't want to make a bracket. And then Hunter convinced me to make a bracket at the last minute. So I just went very big on upsets. Ah. I lost Belmont very early. I lost um i lost a few bet I, I lost cincinnati very early i lost a few bet big upsets and so i was like screw it i don't care i just want people to lose that's pretty much how i felt have you seen this guy that has a perfect bracket yeah, so far that. yeah i saw that hot take alert and this probably makes me a bit of a contrarian i'm happy for that guy but that makes me that it makes me mad i i don't i i'm not gonna like it if somebody gets a perfect bracket because 
right now, every time I fill out a bracket, I'm like, wow, this could be perfect, you know? But I can easily talk myself into, like, after a few moments, it's like, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. It's impossible to do it. Yeah, yeah. If somebody does it, it will no longer be impossible. It will be it, it, as unlikely. You're going to have to try to do it. It yeah. will be as unlikely as it ever was, but the notion that it's somewhat possible is going to be intoxicating. So I hope it doesn't happen. Not for that guy's sake. Good for that guy, whoever he is, some guy that lives in upstate New York or something. That's the same reasoning why you should, why people should hate UNBC for being Virginia. Because now 16 seats think it's possible to be the one seat. <laughs> it's like everybody has these high expectations, yeah. whereas, yeah. you know, it's still as unlikely now as it ever was, yeah. but you break that. So I, I want to be able to go into next season thinking... I'm not going to get a perfect bracket. It'll be fine if I don't, because it's never going to happen. But if it does happen this year, next year, I'm going to fill out a bracket. And if it's not perfect, I'm going to be mad. Because I will not have I lived up to that strong expectation. I am holding to my, my uh, original thought for this year. I will not fill out a bracket next year. I will not do it. I will not do it. Because I, I don't like rooting for my bracket. I like rooting for good basketball games. Although there weren't many, many good basketball good basketball game. Yeah, it was pretty disappointing opening weekend, I yeah. would say. There just weren't that many compelling games. Yeah. But there were a couple. Obviously, the UCF Duke game was amazing. Yeah, the LSU game was pretty good when Tremont Water scored at the buzzer or right before the buzzer. Um, but yeah, other than that, there just weren't many good games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your pick still Duke? You still think Duke's going to win it all? Uh, well, I picked Michigan State in our bracket pool oh. because <laughs> I, cause I knew everyone else was picking Duke, so I was like, I got to find a way to get, because I went upset heavy, so I was like, I got to find somewhere to get points at elsewhere. So I went with Michigan State. I told you it was upset heavy. Um, but I do think Duke is going to win. But my bracket pool says Michigan State, so go Michigan State. I also think Duke is going to win. I had them from the beginning, and despite their game against UCF, I think that uh, they will probably do it as well. Uh, do you have a pick for the women's bracket? Um, UConn. I think they're going to be livid. I mean, they were livid. I think they're going to just terrorize people after getting a two seed. I think they're going to be very, very upset. That's still shocking to me. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make it. I think it was only the NCAA trying to make an excuse to give another, you know, yeah. to make them a two seed. Yeah. You had to, I think you had to work pretty hard to convince yourself that they're not one of the four best teams yeah. in the country, but that's just me. And yeah, UConn has never... The team with a lot to prove in the bracket, but they you got, know they got something. Now, now it's like, oh, oh, you made us mad. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing you never want to do. You never want to wake a sleeping giant. Yeah, and yeah, they're awake now. They are. Yeah, yeah. Hard to pick against UConn. Louisville's also really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and other SEC women's basketball news: Tennessee moved on from Holly Warlick yesterday. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch for the future of the Tennessee basketball program. But uh, yeah. That's that's the update on uh, men's and women's basketball. Kim, you were just out at softball today to do a story on the hitting coach. Uh, the baseball team has won both midweek games, and actually the softball team is coming off one of their best stretches of the year. They've just beat two uh, ranked opponents uh, in back-to-back series. They swept Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky and beat Georgia at home the week before. Baseball's coming off another series win, too. They won their series this week. Uh, so it's been a good stretch for the 
baseball and softball teams so far. Uh, and we'll continue to monitor them and keep an eye out on Cam's story, uh, which will come out a little bit later this week. Mm. No, no, next it's week. It's going to be a few weeks, yeah. Next week. Yeah, I just, I just, I need some, to do some more reporting on it. Okay. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Keep an eye. We're going to take a quick break for sponsors, and we'll be back with uh, some breaking news on the podcast. We don't have breaking news on the podcast very often. It may not be breaking by the time you hear it, but... Yeah, true. It's but, kind of breaking news, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's sad news. Okay, stick with us. We'll be right back. I'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsors of the Mizzou Sports Podcast, MU Healthcare, Columbia Water and Light, and Phyllis Nichols of State Farm. The University of Missouri Healthcare is proud to be the official sponsor of Mizzou Athletics. Columbia Water and Light encourages the efficient use of electricity and water because it can make a big difference for all of us. Find out more at columbiapowerpartners.com and contact State Farm agent Phyllis Nichols at 573-443-8727 for life, home, car insurance, and more. Thanks again to our sponsors, and now we'll return you to the podcast. All right, Cameron and I are back. And we promised breaking news, which it may or may not be breaking news. Cam promised sad news. And I hope you have your tissues out. <laughs> I don't know if people are going to be that sad. Maybe just you. I'll be sad enough for them. Okay. Uh, today, this will be my last podcast, my last Mizzou Sports podcast. I will be leaving the Tribune. Uh, actually, Friday will be my last day with the Tribune. Started working for the Tribune in May of 2015, and uh, I'm going to be accepting a job. Actually, I have already accepted a job in Washington, D.C., and I'll be moving out there uh, in April. So... It has been quite a ride. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to write. It's been a lot of fun to kind of have the podcast basically as a playground of sorts. We kind of started this. We we did start this a uh, couple of years ago in the Tribune sports room where Cam and I basically had a handheld recorder with two microphones attached to it that we would hold in our hands. Oh, God, those are awful. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Uh, that eventually evolved to where we had a camera with some unfortunate camera angles that were set up. It was not, didn't, wasn't, the production value was pretty low. And uh, we we got our own podcast room. We got a mixer. We got some mics with some stands. We got a new computer. Well, like a real professional setup now. It does actually, well, <laughs> kind it, of. It, it is a professional setup without necessarily the professional, you know, work behind it. Yeah, true. So, it doesn't take a lot to put the podcast together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been pretty fun to, to come in here every week and do this and have this be part of our reporting, which, you know, wasn't the case two years ago and wouldn't have been the case, you know, five years ago, certainly. We, I guess the Tribune had done podcasts before, but I feel like it's kind of taken on a new uh, a new level in the last few years, and especially since we've had the resources that we have now. So that's the news. Uh, Cam, you seem upset, and I'm sorry that I'm going to be leaving. I am just more sad for our podcast listeners. They're going to miss it. Just... I'm, I apologize to you all. <laughs> I tried to convince him out of it. It didn't work. Um, the appeal of Washington, D.C. was too much to keep Danny on the podcast. It was. So. Well, I didn't do it. In, I did it in spite of 
my feelings about the podcast. I didn't want to leave the podcast behind, but uh, I am excited about the job I'll be taking in Washington, D.C. Uh, it will be in the nonprofit sector and with a company that uh, works to provide clean energy for underprivileged communities around the country. So that's pretty exciting stuff. It will not be in sports journalism, although I'm hoping to keep my foot in that door as much as I possibly can. So I'll be keeping an eye on the trip and everything that's going on here from afar. I appreciate it. I, appreciate I will. It. I don't, um, in terms of what that means for the podcast, I feel like I should plug this. We're probably going to take a few weeks off um, while we, while I try to figure out what we're going to do. Um, as of right now, it's looking at this like just a, I'm the Mizzou sports writer. Um, so, um, yeah. I'll, Congratulations, Cam. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you, thanks so much. <laughs> um, so, um, I will, I guess well, I'll try to reevaluate some things. If you guys have some ideas of what you want to see the podcast, let me know. Um, you could uh, email me at crobinson at columbiatribute.com. But uh, probably for next few weeks, probably right, right up until the spring game, um, we'll, we won't keep you waiting on a podcast that long um so yeah we got we'll have some stuff to figure out and then we'll go from there but yeah yeah sad news yeah it is sad uh i was trying to think of things today uh i was going back through my old while the computer you know i when i started a lot of the stories that i wrote were on the computer in the office and that's since changed now most of my writer on the company laptop so a lot of the stories from my early days at the Tribune are on the work computer and I was going back and reading through those. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, and I'm going to talk about this in a story that's running tomorrow, but I remember that first day that I worked at the Tribune, I was like, just kind of a nervous wreck. It was like my first day as a full-time employee anywhere. It was my first job out of school and I was a high school sports writer. And I remember like the first thing that I really wanted to do is introduce myself to the coaches kind of, get to know him a little bit to develop a relationship. But I was sitting in the office trying to think of ways to do that. Uh, and I guess I was overthinking it as a anxious and kind of naive 22 year old right out of school. And I, the first thing I did, the first thing I typed up on my work computer was like a script for when I was going to cold call the coaches. Like, hello, my name is Danny Jones. I just wanted to reach out and establish a line of communication. I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to say to these people that I don't know? Uh, I have, I'd like to think that I've grown considerably since then. I would agree. I would but agree. Uh, that was that was the first thing I ever wrote for the Tribune was a script for when I talked to these coaches that I never talked to before. That was that was where I started. Hmm. Literally started from the bottom. It's hmm. interesting. And now I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Is that what? What is has been your, I guess, your favorite story you've written while you were at the trip? Uh. So. There's been a few that stand out. What, the, probably the, the the one that I enjoyed the most was going to, uh, well, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll say this. When I was a high school writer, I wrote a story about Elijah Mayfield, a boy with Down syndrome who went to Helias, and um, it was part of the Beyond the Game series that we started that year, so got a chance to talk to Elijah, who was a manager for the football team, manager for the basketball team, manager for the baseball team. And in talking with him, you know, the story was initially just going to be about how Elijah was able to connect with the players on the team. But what the story ended up becoming was, you know, Elijah was 
not supposed to go to Helias. Helias didn't have a special education program. He was going to go uh, to Jefferson City High School, but he had gone to a private elementary school, a private middle school, and so he had become so close to all the classmates there that when the time came to go to high school, the best thing for him, which you know, kind of everybody agreed, the best thing for him was to be around that support staff of his classmates. So he went to Helias, where there really wasn't any sort of special education program, um, and they kind of just, you know, he and his family. And, and the teachers there kind of just made things work. Uh, but after four years of being there, of really just becoming a uh, an established member of that community and somebody that you know everybody could could find and everybody liked being around, uh, it kind of pushed Helias more into op- kind of opening its eyes to special education and accommodating those kind of students that that need extra attention. So Elijah Mayfield really did kind of change the way things are done at Helias. And then it was also really cool. At the time I did the story, he was working as a page in the Missouri State Capitol building. Uh, he had a, he and his family had a relationship with the governor, Jay Nixon. So one day a photographer and I went to the state capitol and shadowed him as he did his job around the capitol, walked around the building with him, met some legislators that knew who he was got to go to the governor's mansion uh and uh with with elijah so it was just a really cool story it was a story that had a lot of local impact um and that one was really cool that was back in uh 2016 i will say the story that i enjoyed the most or maybe just from a pure you know selfish enjoyment perspective last year i covered the ncaa women's tournament in stanford missouri uh missouri played in the first round there and palo alto and the tribune sent me there missouri lost in the first round which is unfortunate for them but fortunately for me i had four days out there so i just took two days to toodle around san francisco so that was also pretty fun tribune allows you to stay in san francisco and you're do you're paying us back by leaving <laughs> Unbelievable. What happened? I. You hear this? (laughs) Unbelievable. What happened was I had a friend that lived out there and I stayed with him. Uh, It would have been more expensive to change my plans. So I was actually doing the Tribune a favor by staying out there for a couple of years. Do us another favor, podcast listeners. Just DM Danny. No, don't do that. I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I I remember reading your Elijah Mayfield because when I came here, story, because when I came here, we. We also did the Beyond a Game series. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that was one of the ones I remember reading um, when I was like trying to figure out what kind of stuff we were doing for that series. But yeah. That one was so yeah that that was the one that I think was the best example of that. Um, that was the one I was most proud of. That yeah. was a cool story to report on. Yeah. So in light of this being our last podcast together, Cam, which is sad and more sad the more I think about it. I have pulled together some clips of some of our best moments on the Mizzou Sports Podcast and compiled them, and I want to kind of get your thoughts on them. If uh, We'll start with this one. So today, I am told, is, a, is the one-year anniversary of this. Today's a big day for our show. <laughs> Today's a big day for our show. Welcome to the Mizzou Sports Podcast. We've been hyping this up for about a week. We have... This is terrible. <laughs> this is great. That, that yeah. has to be settled today. Yeah. And it is Cameron Teague eating hot wings. Oh, uh, Cam. What was your thought? What was what, what do ever. you remember about that, that whole day? day sucks. One year ago today? It doesn't feel like it was a year ago today. That whole day was terrible. I just remember us going to the store and going to all these swing places and Hunter videotaping it. And I could just see the enjoyment you guys were getting out of me. Just it, was, it, was, it was a lot. It yeah, was, was a lot of enjoyment. Day. Like uh, like this. First bite. 
good sauce on there. There's a lot of sauce. That's terrible. <laughs> what are you thinking? Hot. They look like nuclear. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad? It's not no, like I'm I was not crying. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you can't tap into the milk yet. This is number one of four. Not, ooh, and now it's hitting you a little bit. Oh my this God. is terrible. I don't like this. <laughs> this is terrible. I don't even want it to. Oh my goodness. It didn't hit me till now. So that was. First bite. That was 36 seconds. Into the podcast? That was 36 seconds. That clip lasted 36. That, so 36 seconds in, it was already terrible. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I don't like hot things, as I said 18 times on that podcast. <laughs> I hate hot food. I don't like it. I'm a baby. Yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. That was the worst theme, worst podcast ever. All right, can I play one more? Sure. I'm trying to find a good one. This is a good one. Actually, I'm going to play two Maybe more. my mouth was already numb. Yeah. Not but too that bad. That wasn't that bad. This is... Are you perspiring at all right now? A little bit. Yeah? Uh-huh. I don't know about... A lot. <laughs> I can't stress enough how... How much I was not faking that. That was real that was pain. That was authentic. Real and I know because you like left the office and I went home and went lay down the rest of the day. <laughs> that was it. Your day was over. Yeah, I your contribution, even, your work contribution was. Yeah, I won't complete. even explain what happened when I got home, but it was not good, man. <laughs> that was not a good day. I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> Cam, how much money would somebody have to pay you to go through that entire thing? You again? couldn't pay me enough. I mean, you could pay me enough. That's a lie. But <laughs> it had to be a lot of money. And then even then, I'd probably think about it twice because that was terrible. How did we convince you to do that? Because we said we were doing a wager. We, I know I know you fessed up to the bet, but it just it still it shocks me that we were able to convince you to I actually I thought I was going to win. If Grayson Allen's shot doesn't <laughs> roll out of the basket halfway down, I win. That was the bet where I, I, I bet Kansas would go to the Final Four and yeah. you bet it would be Duke. Yeah. And I won. Which is great because you thought you were going to win. Central Florida should have won the other day. And you actually started rubbing it in my face. I remember doing that. that and then like and me. then I won. That doesn't sound like me. And then and then there was this. No, this one. There we go. I can't feel my lips, dude. <laughs> okay. People of the podcast and of the Facebook world, I think that's us. We're signing off. We'll be back soon. With another podcast, I wasn't I ready to stop, but you were. Oh, continue. Yeah, I was done. <laughs> I'm ending this. I, I hope you know this. I I got that impression. Recruiting <laughs> okay. is going to tip up. Spring practice starts up again next week. Spring games table 14. Oh, wow. So we'll back be back next week. We'll think of another wager uh, coming. Maybe we'll think of something for the national championship and we'll tweet it out or something. But I'm not doing this ever again. Oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever done. So this is you like so just people, cringing in pain. Um, I don't know our normal out- outro, but cue the outro music <laughs> not because this is the end of our podcast. <laughs> Subscribe on Apple and check out all of our work in the Tribune. <laughs> I'm getting all of here. This is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. That's all. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, this is done. Sorry, Facebook people. Okay, this is, this is it. I, this is so hot. <laughs> yeah, that was the birth of Danny Q. The outro music. It was when you're you were in so much pain that you just had to leave the studio, and you were like, "Cue it! I, I'm, yeah, I'm I need to I'm leave. Walking out of here. I need to leave right now." Yeah, that was terrible. So there were other highlights of our podcast, although that one was my personal favorite. You have your personal favorite. There was this moment. So we talked about this on the podcast. There was one time I was interviewing Demarcus Acey last year. And DeMarcus Acey 
was telling me about music and how he was able to connect with Ryan Walters. And I asked DeMarcus Acey what kind of music he's interested in. And this is what DeMarcus Acey had to say. What are your personal music tastes? Uh, you know, I like a little, you know, Kodak, Kodak Black. Yeah. Uh, man, Kodak, uh, a, lot, a lot of artists, man, Migos. So that, that was DeMarcus Acey saying he enjoyed Kodak Black and Migos and a lot of stuff I probably wouldn't recognize and me saying, yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> that is, that's accurate. That was always a good story. That's that because that's pretty accurate. That seems like a generalization, but it's probably... But that was really accurate. It's probably rooted in reality. Yeah. Um, so then there was this day too. This day uh, was when I lost the bet, and I had that, to eat, this is a great podcast. The, when I had to eat the bad jelly beans, uh, I called it a horrible day. I opened up the day you had to eat hot wings as the, a great day for our show, and I opened up the day I had to eat jelly beans as a bad day for our show, and this is why. Yeah, you're sure. Yeah. This looks like a vomit one. No, uh, it might be that one. Okay, yeah, it's that one. I'm kind of confused. Uh, they look the same, but it, that, that one's lighter. It kind of looks like strawberry color. This is me like stalling, trying to get that's out right of eating one. the It's beans. lighter. Okay. Yeah, that's the right one. All right. I hope it's barf. Ooh. <laughs> it might be barf. Or I really hope it's dead fish. Oh. Oh. Dead fish. Oh. Dead fish. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, oh, oh. oh it's that was a great moment. Not curse that. Oh, he, he oh. turned so red. <laughs> I really did almost vomit oh. in the trash can. Oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> that was I was so hoping because that was like the third one. Yeah, I was so hoping for like a strawberry smoothie, and it was just. Oh, straight it was, it was an immediate fish. reaction. Yeah, it was dead. Those fish. things suck. They really do like just overwhelm your sinuses. It's like yeah. every, every that's like that scent just gets stuck like in yeah. your head. Oh, it was horrible. That's yeah. that was that was torturous to have to go through that. Yeah, I loved it. Great podcast. Let's go back to one more clip of the wings. Well, your friends have been so excited for this. Are the worst human this. beings on yeah. earth? I agree. <laughs> your friends kept I'll say texting that right you now. <laughs> during, and you get kept getting these notifications on your Apple Watch. People, yeah. your friends from home and yeah. in Ohio, laughing at you on Facebook Live. They were not only said, commenting on the Facebook Live, but texting me, <laughs> laughing at me. They were saying awful people. Uh, and you, you, you said they're the worst people on the earth. I'll say it now. <laughs> Stay. Yeah, I'm not even under the influence of hot wings. Your opinion hasn't changed. Nope. Worst people ever. Opinion hasn't changed. Nope. They don't listen to the podcast though, so it's okay. Like that's why I said they're worst people ever. They they just tuned in for that one episode. Yeah, yep. non-supportive friends. Well, we have more dedicated podcast listeners. Yeah, we said thank thank you again to all of you guys who. Dedicate your time to watching the podcast. However you listen to it, whenever you listen to it, we appreciate you. It's so weird. I'm not going to get emotional, so I'm just going to say, uh, I don't know if this is an end in podcast, but I'm just going to kind of she kind of push us to the end before things get emotional. Okay. Um, so <laughs> subscribe to the Tribune. Uh, 
podcast our Mizzou Sports Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This isn't the end of the Mizzou Sports Podcast. It's well, like I said, I we'll, should hope not. What yeah, am I going to listen no, to? Yeah, you? true, exactly. You're going to have to listen to me sitting on here talking <laughs> by myself, talking to myself for all the time. I do that so, enough in the office. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, but you're not going to be in the office. So you're going to need to catch up on hearing me. I will have that. I will be like, what am I going to do without Cam talking to himself exactly. in the cubicle next to me? And there you go. And you guys will all enjoy it as well. So, like I said, we're going to out. We're going to revamp this and see where some i'll put some ideas together and see what we're gonna do um but in the meantime subscribe to the to, to the mizzou Source podcast wherever you get your podcasts um subscribe and rate rate it five stars if it's you don't want to rate it five stars even though danny's not here dm him at <laughs> no Daniel don't underscore. do that anymore <laughs> don't, don't do that anymore underscore joe's uh you can follow me on twitter at cj underscore t subscribe to the tribune um read all danny's still got some stuff coming out so um you can read all of our work at columbiatribune.com um, and for the last time, wow, this is sad. Yeah, that is sad. Danny, cue the outro music. All right. So long, everybody. Subscribe to Mizzou's Sports Podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher.